0: On today's show, from the studies, Earl Pereira. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Sunday Night Army Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob, and thank you for joining me on another episode in the music series. And today's guest is fantastic, fantastic. Because he's going to bring tons of knowledge in the music industry to the show and talk about his new single. But before we get to that, you guys find me anywhere you've listened to music and podcasts on every single app worldwide. And of course, the link tree, the link in bio, is for anything show related from merchandise to sponsors to everything else. Go check that out. Leave a review, comment, uh, add all the social media, follow, like, subscribe, all the other cool stuff if you want to support the show. So, let's get to it. So right now on the Sunday Night Army podcast, I'd like to welcome a special guest, three-time Juno Award nominee and nine-time WCMA winner, Earl Pereira. How are you today, man? I'm doing great, Jacob. How's it going? I'm doing fantastic. And before we get to talking about your latest track, man, I, I, I love it. I've been listening to it since I got it. And oh, I watched man. the video, which we're going to talk about later on, because I really want to tell people about that. It's, it's a lot awesome. of fun. Uh, it's a it's a cool message. And I like listening to this type of music because it's it's just something that we need to have in our daily rotation and uh, very, very good vibes.
1: Oh, I really appreciate that, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, I, you got to love what you put out there. So and, and, I, and I really love this one, too. So I'm glad uh, people are taking to it. So that makes me pretty happy. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and now you're um, the frontman of a band called The Steady's. I want to know yes. more about it. I want to know how did the band come together and who's in it? So I started the band 10 years ago um i
1: had left my my previous band that i'd been in for many years as well uh and uh so yeah the Steadies was kind of just my outlet to to be able to you know i guess just showcase my own songwriting abilities Mm -hmm. and 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 be a lead singer again and um so that was kind of my outlet for that, and in the band when I started it was um, a, my my good buddy Jason, who actually still plays with us to this day uh, uh, when we need him. When our drummer was uh, Curtis Schultz is our current drummer, and he he's in Peru right now
2: mm-hmm.
1: with his girlfriend. So the, we had a couple gigs we needed to play, and it's kind of awesome. That's that just shows a lot, says a lot about you know when when band members leave a band or you part ways should always be on, on good terms and you should always stay friends and bros. And, and I'm really proud of the fact that, you know, my original drummer will still come and play for us uh, when we need him. (laughs) So that's that's awesome. And then, and then our guitarist who I started the band with, he was like my right hand man and my musical, uh, my musical partner. Um, His name was Justin Juicely. Juice was the nickname. Uh, He was from Trinidad and Montreal, um, and yeah, he was a f- musical force of nature. So it was great to have someone like that in my life, uh, you know, for the f- most, you know, the first half of of the studies. Um, sadly, uh, after we completed our very first international tour and it was of Asia, we toured around China and South Korea for a month, and it was unbelievable. It's mm-hmm. so what we had been working, you know, five years, six years, to, to do um and that was kind of his dream when once we got back to Canada uh, he passed away a couple months later uh, with a uh, brain aneurysm oh wow so yeah so we lost him and then then things got a little um uncertain for a while and I had to take about a year off the band just to kind of reset and figure out if I still want to keep doing this or not and and um you know his family encouraged us to keep going you know just uh don't don't be don't be afraid to to move on from him Mm -hmm. because he's always part of our music so so they did i found i found a guitarist on vancouver island named jesse james clark and he joined the band in 2018 and it's been the three of us um ever since and recently uh a good friend of ours in Saskatoon from another band, Chris Willow, uh, on guitar, also just joined the band. So now we are went from a three-piece to a four-piece just in this last year. And uh, so, yeah, that's the lineup right now. Wow, I,
0: I love hearing backstories because it's so interesting how everything comes together uh, in, in creating music. That's that's fantastic.
2: Yeah, man. What it's, it's,
0: it's a journey. It's, uh,
1: I still can't even believe, uh, you know, where things you know, the journey from the beginning of the band to now, you know, you never ever imagine losing like, you know, a bandmate. And Mm -hmm. he was also like my best friend. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just to be able to bounce back from that and, and things to be going even better than they have been were before is just,
0: I don't know. I just feel very, very fortunate. So let's let's talk about music creation and uh, creating your sound and the message in your music. Where does it all come from? Uh, where do you draw from?
1: Well, my uh, my my main inspiration is uh, just I love all music. Don't get me wrong. Like I love I love everything, and I try to keep my ear to the ground. So um, I, I get I get a lot of my inspiration from from friends of mine who. Who uh, are very musical, have great musical tastes that will um, let me know of cool new music that they've heard, and and it's it's great for me because I it could be a band I never heard of. Like a few years ago, uh, my drummer Curtis, uh, we started he started blasting Krung Band on on the drives on tour, and I was like, who are the who are they? You know, and I was really fell in love with the band, and and they weren't even known at the time, and now they're. A huge band right so um, musically music style wise I mean I grew up on like Motown um, funk big horn funk bands and the Beatles because that's that's what my it's what my dad loved and um, so that's what was always playing growing up and then so that always stuck with me and then um, I, I as, as I got older I kind of I, I gravitate towards um, music from like '60s Jamaica. That's mm. sort of because it, it still has that Motown vibe, mm-hmm. but it also it's also like has that 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 reggae summer, um, just that you know that Caribbean sound that um, that I love. Yeah. And so that's that's sort of the base of the steadies mm-hmm. and then from that point on you know we've branched out into all kinds of stuff you know every every member of the band kind of has has their own influences and we just kind
0: of mash them all together to uh to form our sound and you can hear some of that in this track that we're going to have for everybody to listen to today because it's called light me up Yes. Now, how did you uh, come up with this track and uh, the inspiration behind the song itself? I love the vibe, I really do.
1: Well, it was uh, it would have been summer 2020, and I had gotten back together with the guys uh, in the band to do a tour, uh, which was a little bit insane because no one was touring let alone playing shows at that time Mm -hmm. uh, because of the pandemic and and we had we had been just cooped up and and away from each other for for too long that once I saw a glimmer of of any kind of hope of being able to play shows uh, even outdoor ones whatever we could do um, I jumped on it so while we were on tour um, around Vancouver Island and it's just beautiful there. it's like my my favorite place to, to be we were in in Tofino and shooting a music video for, for another song. Um, I just, I started writing it and um, it was just be, like you had said, it was, you know, you said something about something that people really need to listen to something positive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that, that was the intention, like right, right off the bat. Um, Cause we were right in the thick of, of COVID at the time. I know this was like July, 2020 um, things were just starting to look, promising because people were going out again and and getting to you know families were going camping and people were getting to do things and things had opened up slightly um enough for us to play shows so that's what kind of gave me the hope um the underlying kind of theme of that song just to you know having that um just just to have that that light at the end of the tunnel almost right you know mm-hmm. you just you just, just hang on. It's, you know, where things are going to be all right sort of a thing. And um, yeah, so I started writing lyrics about that and then it, it got a little more personal because I, th- I feel like um, people really uh, gravitate towards that, you know, relationships. Yes. Um, so, I, I, you know, I started um, morphing it into, you know, finding the right person who brings out the, the light within you, because, uh, at the time I was, um, you know, hearing about, you probably get, get this all the time. You hear from friends, you know, there's like, you hear from a friend that has someone who's, um, uh, it could be someone really negative in their lives that they need to get out of their lives. Mm-hmm. And then until you find that person, that the right person who who does the opposite and brings out all the best qualities in you and, and lifts you up mm-hmm. and wants you to succeed, Instead of keep you down, mm-hmm. um, until, until you find that you won't realize what that feels like. So that I, I wanted to capture that that feeling in this song of what that would
0: feel like when you find that person. That's so, uh, yeah, you, you can yeah. definitely hear that now. Who uh, what's the feature on this track? Because I know you have a feature on this on this.
1: Track yeah, yeah. So his name's Sanjay. Uh, he goes by S N J U or Sanju. And he is the lead singer of uh, of a band from Vancouver called Delhi to Dublin. And they've been around for like 12 years. Um, They're like a world music, electronica, super high energy, crazy sounding (laughs) band. Like East Indian sounds mixed with Celtic sounds, right? So, um, and electronic music. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's a big party, (laughs) people place, And we've shared the stage with him many times. I actually knew him even um, just as they were starting out. um, As I was kind of finishing with my my old band, I had run across him. So we've known each other for a really long time. And then, and then next thing you know, his band kind of blew up and, and my little band that I had started, uh, you know, we went on tour opening for them. And um, we've also done some crazy things where we both got to open for Ziggy, like Ziggy Marley once, Mm, um, which was, yeah. And an outdoor festival, which was really amazing. So him and I just always wanted to do something musically and, and, you know, when COVID hit, like his band sort of took a hiatus that I actually don't think they're going to come back from. It sounded like we toured with him just before, before COVID hit and it sound seemed like that was kind of their last tour. So I could tell he was already moving on to solo mm-hmm. stuff and his solo stuff was really like R and B kind of Travis Scott style, oh, that's cool. you know, trappy pop kind of mm-hmm. stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, so yeah, he, he kept bugging me. <laughs> we kept bugging each other to do something. So last summer when I get writing this song, he, uh, he wanted to, he wanted to send it to, wanted me to send it to him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this would be perfect. Cause it was, it wasn't finished yet. And I still needed a verse. I'm like, why don't you write, um, write a verse and, and a bridge and see, see what happens. And, and that's what he did. So he came up with that verse melody. And, um, I loved it so much that I just, I wrote a verse, which is the first verse of the song and just basically sang his melody uh, as my verse too. And cause I had written the chorus and all that already, the hook was already mm-hmm. kind of done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, yeah, I did a quick demo of it. I made this little <laughs> beat uh, in my studio and we had just recently been um, in talks of uh, with a record label um, and it was, we were already negotiating a deal with Bristol records. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to hear what, any new material so I sent them that demo and uh yeah they freaked out about it they were like well and this was a a year ago and they said well this has got to be a single next next fall so I'm like okay sure (laughs) are you sure and they're like yeah yeah so then we we spent uh this this past year just recording it and um you know getting it all properly done and uh, we had it finished by July. So the thing with being on a record label is you got to hand things to them like months and months in advance. Yeah. So we had it done by July and then it, and then it came up this fall. So yeah, it's, uh, it was quite the process. And especially having to re- co-write a song with someone through zoom was, uh, <laughs> at least I know you can do it now. Right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's our technology, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it works. It does. Yeah. No, it was, and Here we go. And uh, next thing you know, it's out. We got a video and it's on the radio. And yeah, it's
0: starting to pick up some steam. Uh, That's fantastic. So I think we should have the audience hear it. So let's play it right now for everybody. Here is, uh, yeah, let's do it. Here is Light Me Up, The Studies featuring Sindrew right here on the Sunday Night Army. There you go. That was light me up. The studies right here on the Sunday night army. Uh, I enjoyed that track because I uh, need to check it out on the playlist and get it there. And also check out the video because Earl, the video on YouTube is fantastic. Um, how long did that take to uh, shoot? And, uh, was there a concept, uh, how you guys put it all together?
1: Yeah. So we, this, this summer we were, we were able to tour even more because things had opened up even more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, So that I had added more shows, we were playing bigger festivals, like we played our hometown festival. And there was about 2500 people at it. So it was pretty surreal, man, just it just felt like things were back to normal again for a while. And so we went to the island, which is like I was telling you, we we love Mm -hmm. going there. Sanju lives there. So I figured, you know, a couple months before, not even, like, maybe six weeks before we hit tour, um, I, I had figured out that, you know, oh, we're going to need a video for this. And timing-wise, would be perfect if we could shoot it while we're on tour uh, and for him to be able to be in it, too. We're going to be, you know, right in his in in his neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. So um, so he loved it. He loved the idea. We picked the date uh, on a day off that we had on our tour. And, um, the only thing we didn't have was a video team and I wasn't sure, you know, who, who to use. And, and he was a huge help with that because, um, he's been pumping videos out on with his solo project, um, for the last year. And he had a great team in Vancouver that he loves working with, you know, just one camera guy Mm -hmm. and, and, um, and a female, um, producer director person so um so he put that team together and I, and i we met them we had a zoom meeting chatted about the video uh they loved the song um and um, they were excited so i'm like okay well let's do this then so yeah they they just ferried over to to vancouver island from vancouver met us there we shot it um near port alberni at a place called hole in the wall so if anyone ever is traveling to vancouver island you got to go check this place out it's 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 pretty magical so and it's you know it's just a little it's free just like you park and you walk down this ravine through these paths into this ravine and it's and there's a big Um, like blue lagoon looking like watering hole. It doesn't even feel like you're in Canada, you know, feels Mm -hmm. like you're, you're somewhere exotic and there's a man-made hole through, uh, through uh, this, this giant rock, like kind of a mountainside. And, um, so yeah, you can climb up because there's a waterfall that runs through it. So, so we picked this place and we thought it was going to be, you know, perfect as far as aesthetics and visuals as far as capturing the, the vibe of the song and then things just sort of fell into place. Like, you know, we, we kind of had a plan, but we kind of didn't at the same time. Uh, it Normally folks, how videos work <laughs> is um, you, uh, let's say if you're on a record label um, in the past, um, my, so my old band was on Warner music. So we would get um, video treatments um, from multiple directors or production companies and then we would read through them look at the synopsis and see which what we liked right Right. what would suit the song and then we we we'd pick one and that that's how videos go well that that was then (laughs) (laughs) this this time um, having shot many videos before I I felt pretty confident and and with our timeline I'm like okay we got to get this get done quick and I need to give the video team a really good idea of, of what we want. So I made the treatment and ran it past everybody. And everyone's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's perfect. So we wanted to make lighting uh, so sort of the star of the show. Mm-hmm. So not really needing to tell a story or anything like that. Just have it be visual and just kind of hit the emotions as well. Um, just like the song does. So and they love that, so I gave them some samples of other videos where lighting is is the you know the key to the video sort of thing and and they took that idea and just ran with it and then and then they had their they knew what they wanted to shoot when we when we got together. What we didn't have was a subject though because <laughs> they had asked us we were already on tour, and uh, the director um, she uh, uh S- saja she, asked if we have had a, a, a beautiful woman on tour with us by chance and we were like uh yeah we do actually our drummer's girlfriend was our opening act her name's Tangerine and just a natural beauty like as you can see right and uh and then and then our director asked you know can she move can she dance and I'm like well she's um she's a yoga instructor so and she's like, "Oh my God, that's so perfect!" So we just get her doing like kind of like yoga style, meditating things mm-hmm. in the, in the forest in front of the place, and that that's kind of what happened. And then yeah, and then a million beaches out there on the island. So we just we just picked one, um, shot it, you know, at at uh, sunrise for the shots of Sanjay and I, and and yeah, they they cut it all together and made it beautiful and and pretty epic looking. So.
0: And that, that ended up being Light Me Up Video. No, it's fantastic. I like the way it comes together. And the, the whole thing just makes sense together, the song with the, with the video. It looks really cool. So you guys need to go check it out on YouTube. It is fantastic. Now. Thank you. Yeah, let's uh, one little thing before we close out uh, the show sure. today. Let's touch on something here. Uh, you uh, touched on a little bit uh, earlier. Uh, you were a part of another band uh, for my Canadian uh, audience there's there's quite a bit of you. You're gonna perk up even more, wide mouth Mason. Now, that's right. That, that you guys are all very huge. Um, if the most of your videos online that you, that you can everybody finds are like much music and like in the countdown yeah. and you know whatever, it's fantastic. Now, that was a lot. You guys did a lot of things together. It was a, a huge band. Um, for many years yeah yep. and th- anything that you learned through that process that uh, helps you along and now in what you're doing today
1: oh so, so much and by the way that was the last time I was in Windsor was playing a show of a wide mouth show oh really <laughs> that's cool that's really yeah. cool uh, on our way to Detroit to go open for the Rolling Stones actually oh so, man that's awesome. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I learned a lot, uh, you know, I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't gone through that experience, you know, to be a young kid, um, thrown into the spotlight like that. Um, it was just, uh, something I'll never forget. It, it could be overwhelming for people too. Cause you know, I, uh, I'm lucky I had the right personality type to, to handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a pretty big family and I'm, you know, pretty grounded person. And, um, you know, fame can really mess with people uh, in not a good way, mm-hmm. you know? Not so sure. um, luckily it didn't, that didn't really affect me at all. And uh, cause we, you know, like you said, it was a big band and we were, we were on big stages like constantly for years and years and years and, and yeah, like always on TV and much music. And I, was just, like, my family just never saw me, you know, I was just gone. Mm-hmm. So it was just everything from learning the music business, um, how record labels work, how management works, how agents work, to, um, I guess, seeing, you know, playing on stage with the, the greatest artists of our time and, and getting them, watch them up close and personal and, and meet them and chat with them and just learn how to be a professional from them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that was... Um, even from my first, the first band we ever opened for was Big Sugar. And at the time, they were number wow. one band, right? Yep. They had a number one song. All yep. the shows were sold out. Uh, we did a Windsor show with them, for sure. And um, it was just seeing those guys, how cool they were on and uh, like off stage and just the professionalism and yeah, the coolness. I'm like, that's, I want to be like that, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to be these guys (laughs) and, uh, to just soak that in. And it just made me who I am today. And, and like I said, with all the business side of things, having, um, to have to do, you know, with the studies, it became fully like a project, like my baby, where now I'm, I'm in charge of everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I wouldn't know how to do, how to do it all if it wasn't for that experience. So, so yeah, it was almost like going to school, like rock rock band one hundred and one for fifteen years before I you start your own project. And it's like I got my masters in in rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense because, <laughs> yeah, uh, like you said, it was a long time and oh, you were everywhere. So it is yeah. a fast track uh, education and that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic well that's that's good um to know I, I, lo- I love that uh background um on how everything happens you know I mean, it happens for a good reason too so it does you know and i you know i'm I'm so happy where
1: i'm at right now you know the music i'm making the 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 people i work with um from our management record label to our to my bandmates it's just like everything just feels right right now you know it's just, I'm having so much fun. I think back in the day, um the fun kind of got sucked out of it when when things get too business like mm-hmm. you know yep. and it starts to feel like a job, and you know you're you're playing three hundred shows a year and doing ten interviews a day, and it's just it's a lot, you know, I can see when bands break up, I'm like, oh yeah, I can see why that happened, <laughs> you know, it's like it's to me it just makes sense it's there's an expiry date on 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 bands because Mm -hmm. it just it just takes up your whole life and you need a life so i'm trying to balance that with everyone so we can keep this going as long as we possibly can and um and let everyone have a life and just a nice balance of shows and um and right now it's been great because you know covid's actually given us a break. From from touring nonstop, so now everyone's just itching to play again, which is which is what I want.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, That's a good
0: mindset to have. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. Now, twenty twenty two coming up uh, very yes. shortly. Uh, what are your plans for the year? What's coming up?
1: Well, we uh, we've got more music coming out. Uh, a whole a full album actually is coming out, and it's going to be released in three parts. So Light Me Up is going to be on the first uh, batch of songs that come out. Mm -hmm. And um, so that, that should be early in the new year, I'd say February, March, and, and then more, more dates for sure. Uh, We've been planning and working on uh, going back to Europe again. So in, in the spring, like around May, there's a good chance that we could be back uh, in Europe to tour again. And then, um, I mean, we haven't toured the States yet. I haven't, not with, with this band. I've toured the States a lot in my day, but mm-hmm. not with the steadies. So, um, that would be, that would be something we we want to be doing soon because it's so close, yes. you know, it's right there and it's got more more people than we have. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it could really help us kind of break through if we can, you know, start making um, some inroads there and then, yeah, just touring internationally, uh, Australia and New Zealand are at the top of my list. Um, we badly want to go there. I think that's where I think music will probably fit the best mm-hmm. um, out of out of anywhere. Um, but having said that, I I feel like our our music seems to connect with with people from all over the world, any genres, any any age groups, uh, any um, ethnicities. It's just um, that's sort of the one thing I'm proud of is that um, how how well our music is received to anybody which mm-hmm. is it's hard to do you know usually it's very it specific tastes but uh um yeah not with
0: us so i'm really uh, really happy about that awesome now speaking with connecting with people uh my audience would love to connect and follow you now besides the studies.ca being the website to find everything band related what are some of the socials they can follow because we all have social media so where can everybody go to uh, see what's going on what's coming up next
1: you betcha. Uh, so we've got um well Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is all just at the steadies, mm-hmm. um I-E-S, S-T-E-A-D-I-E-S. And uh that's we're on we're on those most mostly, even even more so than our website. Uh, we're pretty active. So if you comment and or you send us a message, you'll always get one back uh from us. So yeah, please folks, um, you know, give us a follow and shoot us a message or a comment and and um, if you have any questions about anything about touring or, or or anything, really, where to get our music, just, yeah, hit us up. And we love uh,
0: interacting with our fans. It's fantastic. And, of course, everybody listening knows that every time uh, the episode comes out, I will be tagging the studies in the description of all social media that the show is on. Make it nice and easy. Hit the link. hit the cl- uh, Click the uh, follow button. And you guys will follow everyone all at the same time which is perfect. Anything. Earl. Thank yes. you for coming on the show and talking to me about the music, man.
1: Anytime, man. If you ever want to hear some uh, some cool stories, man, let me know. I'd love to come back on.
0: You got it anytime. We'll definitely make time. <laughs> you know, even let's let's go do it before the second part of the album comes out. That would be great. So, yeah, and then we can
1: talk about that.
0: Fantastic.